0: Thine is the kingdom and the power
1: and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Welcome to the podcast. In and through exists to equip the church to be hearers and doers of the word. My name is Tim. And my name is Marshall. How
0: you doing? I'm doing okay. How's your week been? Uh, it's been kind of busy for yeah. a mainly at home. Was work that week? a question? Kind of busy? Kind of busy, I guess. I'm trying to like justify it in my own mind. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. <laughs> no, um yeah, just uh, working on a lot of kind of I guess you could call them side project things, just okay. things that are not necessarily the main flow of like the Sunday routine. Um this week in particular, uh on a lot of different fronts and so it's been nice. It's 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 been busy, but it's nice to be doing different things and yeah. So th- so this has been my experience
1: okay. in lockdown both this lockdown and the last, tell me if it resonates with you. Looking at it, thinking there's so much that we can't do.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Once we get a flow of what we can do, I'm going to have time to do a lot of like the side project stuff and some of the stuff I've been intending to knock out maybe for years. Right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to maybe pick up some new hobbies and stuff like that. I'm not getting anything done. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting less done than I normally would under a normal work schedule. Yeah, I don't know why. It just, the day runs so quickly mm. and I feel drained. Right. And it's it's actually proving to be the opposite of what I anticipated, mm. which brings with it its own frustration. Sure. But uh, not all the bonus time that we would
0: have thought it to be. Well, you know what? I, I mean, I'm the kind of person where like I'm energized by being around other people. So I think my low energy level has a lot to do with the fact that, uh, what are you pointing at? Your mic,
1: your mic is low. Maybe you need oh. to get closer to your mic. Okay. That's a fun moment for everyone to listen um,
0: to. So for me, like I'm energized by other people. So um, like not being around lots of other people uh, is kind of deflating. So, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm worn out more even if I'm not accomplishing as much because I'm not getting that recharge like I normally would. Right. That's that's just me though. That's as a relatively extroverted person. On the positive side.
1: Okay. All last lockdown I kept saying, at least it's spring summer mm. where we can utilize the outdoors. Right. This would have been terrible in the winter. And then it comes again, second lockdown in winter. Yeah. Uh but you know what? For all of the disdain that I have to guard my heart against, For winter, right? It's not been that way (laughs) because I'm not out
0: in it. (laughs) You don't have to leave your house (laughs) nearly as often,
1: and so winter (laughs) seems to be moving along at a good clip, right? In my heart, although it is still measurably the same as it was, maybe because I'm not out in it as much. I don't know. Um,
0: But yeah, we got this polar vortex thing coming now. Yeah, but you know what? I'll be at home. It's gonna be the coldest couple of weeks of the century for Canada.
1: I'll be at home cleaning up after (laughs) piles of
0: puppies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Let's do a thing. Sure. And it's good that we had a lot of chat at the top because we were talking about this is a complicated this is a complicated go at this week's question. Yeah. Not because the question is complicated. No. Not any more so than the other questions.
0: And not because there isn't a lot to say about Right. This.
1: Yeah. So the question is, what is the law of God stated in the Ten Commandments? Now, you may hear that and you may think, oh, no, there's like three episodes in that. And that's true. Yeah. Because for the next three weeks, there's a breakdown of the individual laws sort of in groups of three or four. Yep. Which means we can't really dig into the individual statements— now, Mm -hmm. without making the next month of podcasts redundant. That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so what you're going to get a lot of today is us maybe bringing something up and then saying, but we're going to talk about that later. Right. So Teasers. Yeah, teasers. Lots of teasers. If you remember back to last year, this is all forest and no trees. That's what this
1: is, yeah. And then for the next four weeks, it's going to be all trees, no forest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, question has been presented. Mm-hmm. Why is this a good question?
0: Well, the Ten Commandments are famous for a reason, right? uh, they are the foundation, I would say, of God's moral law. Would you say that this is that the Ten Commandments
1: are the most famous element of judeo-Christian practice amongst believers and non-believers alike?
0: I'd say yeah, it's up there definitely. I, it's I think not people, verse, it's up there.
1: I think people understand the concept more than they understand the concept of gospel.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, people get Ten Commandments more than they get gospel for sure,
1: and and more than the person, the teachings of Christ. Yes, agreed. So I I would say, probably, the best represented element mm-hmm. of Judeo Christian worship
0: across the board. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, and I think in part that's because like. It's become foundational. It wasn't just foundational for the Mosaic law, but I mean, the principles found in that, to a large degree, were foundational in our legal system, legal systems of Western culture and, and
1: even in the time. yeah, sure. Like yeah. a lot of this stuff, it, it, here's the thing. These were not meant to be a revelation yeah. of of entirely new things, right. <laughs> a lot of these are what we would call not a lot. Some of these are what we'd call cultural universals. Yeah. A cultural universal is an element that exists in every discovered culture around the world at any point in time. Yeah. Universally true amongst all cultures. Mm-hmm. For example, the cooking of food is a cultural universal. Right. Um, and, and some, the, interestingly enough, drums. Okay. Drums are a cultural universal. Some form of drum in every culture ever discovered anywhere and at any time. That's awesome. Yeah. There's a little side trivia note for you. Uh Except for churches in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then and then some of these things like not stealing, yeah, not killing, yeah, uh show up as cultural universals in, in law code. Because sure. law code uh is a cultural universal. Um so some of them are, are just in that. And it's not like Moses comes down from the mountain going, You guys aren't gonna believe this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Some of these are natural laws that exist everywhere not because christianity and or the jewish faith was stealing from other people but because these are laws written on the heart of man that god is just saying hey let's acknowledge this
0: yeah yeah no i agree yeah these are things that are are foundational and common sense perhaps one might even say um yeah and i think because like last week we talked about how right how jesus kind of encapsulates the entire law in you know, uh, love the Lord your God with everything you've got, essentially, and love your neighbor as yourself. And this is kind of, yeah, the next degree of specificity. This kind of unpacks those two, not exhaustively, but to some degree, right? It kind of unpacks those two ideas, right? Because you could take, okay, love, you know, love God wholly with everything of my being and love other people as myself, but like, what does that look like specifically? Right. And so these are some common sense kind of, unpackings of that
1: yeah not in full detail no as you would have with the mishnah and the talmud yep but with enough detail yeah to yeah, start sure. the conversation sure and if you don't know what the Mishnah of the talmud is you can listen to my sermon oh really christ and the sabbath Talk oh, about i haven't heard a little bit yeah i haven't heard it yet yeah, yeah shameless self-plug <laughs> <laughs> all right so how have people answered this yeah what is the ten commandments uh, and what is the law stated in them? Um, I mean, they get posted all over the place. They do. Courthouses and things like that. mm mm-hmm. Um, rooms for years had these things kind of posted. How do people tend to interpret the Ten Commandments?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I think you've already mentioned there is kind of this general, uh, acceptance of them being reasonably good things to hold oneself to although Mm -hmm. i mean obviously to lesser and greater degrees depending on the time and the place um i think contemporarily though in like in even in christian culture like there's some people who are very quick to do away with everything old testament everything old covenant right so might err on the side of it's old covenant so it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. right these rules are all just very specific to Ancient Hebrews, you know, in the wilderness, slash the land of Canaan, right? That's what this is for, and it's not so much for us. Um,
1: So a a hyper-specificity
0: of a place and time? Yeah, yeah, just saying, like, it's locked into a particular context, and and it's not relevant to us. Yeah. something that's, yeah.
1: I think sometimes we do a thing, too, where we say, we give it this sort of unstated exclusion, Mm. Where we say that hyperspecificity might or that, that specificity might exist for the Levitical law, right. And the law as it's found in Deuteronomy and Exodus as well, mm-hmm. but for the the law given by Moses, mm-hmm. except for the Ten Commandments. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and so the there's, this, there's this exemption. like we, we carve it out and we <laughs> say, well, I, I can't really bring myself to say, "Do not kill." As, as something specific to a time and place. Yeah. Uh, so we carve that out yeah. and say the Ten Commandments comes with us. The rest of it is specific. Right. And we don't see it as the beginnings of the Mosaic Law. Right. Right. In, in a lot of ways, yeah, not to jump too far ahead into the... <laughs> in a lot of ways, the Ten Commandments are the preface to the Mosaic Law. Yeah. Where the Mosaic Law becomes more detailed... Explaining the Ten Commandments.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's the foundation, and then the rest, all of the, those chapters of these you know, these lengthy, uh, you know, rules and regulations on various aspects of life. Um, yeah, are unpackings of what the Ten Commandments
1: are. Right? Yeah, and, and that's what, and that's only to say, that's why you can't carve it out. Yeah, and get rid of everything that explains it, and say yeah. the thing itself is coming with us and the rest has to go
0: yeah there's also christ affirming the commandments christ and the apostles affirming Mm -hmm. the teaching of the commandments in the new testament and in fact i mean again spoiler alert here but uh jesus doesn't lower the bar he raises the bar in the interpretation of what these things mean right right um so for example without going too much detail the whole do not murder thing that's unpacked in the mosaic law jesus raises the bar but right. he just does. But he says, "If you hate your brother, you've murdered him in your heart." Right. So, right. It's it's not just the expression, but the heart behind the expression. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. That you're that you're not only just being suppressed mm-hmm. by the law, but that your heart longs to love and not hate. Yeah. That's righteousness. So I, I would say the difference between law and righteousness. The way I like to describe it, law is a floor. Mm. And the law says, do not fall below this standard. Yeah. Righteousness that Christ gives us is a goal that says strive toward this end mm-hmm. because this is righteousness. Yeah. And that's where the separation comes. So we don't do away with the law at any point. The Ten Commandments still stand. Uh, but they do, in a way, become less relevant in the Christian pursuit of Christ's likeness. Because the standard of do not kill is so far below loving your neighbor as yourself, mm. praying for your enemies and those who persecute you, right. that it just doesn't come into play. Right. Um, yeah. So that's I think that's how we deal with the tension of Jesus saying we fulfilled the law and the law doesn't, even the Ten Commandments, aren't our gauge anymore. Mm. It's because it's not about falling below a bar, but striving mm. to a goal. If that makes any sense, it, it might just confuse people.
0: Um, <laughs> so the catechism, what the catechism says, it essentially just lists the Ten Commandments. Right. Yeah. So the, the answer is like— What does, does it, it say? C- it says this. Yeah, it says, uh, "You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. And you shall not covet." An interesting love, in, the Hua Ha, English,
1: it's a thing. You got this. It's hard. Interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. The scripture reference they give for their answer could very simply have been the list of the Ten Commandments from Exodus chapter 20. Right. But it's not. No. They just give, you shall have no other gods before me. Yeah. Part of me thought, that's lazy. (laughs) You got to type the rest out. (laughs) I mean, even if you're doing like a copy paste, right? You got to, that's another like, inch you have to drag the mouse <laughs> um but it i can also see how all of the ten commandments fall under the banner of one commandment yeah and that one commandment being love the lord your god with all your heart soul mind and strength right uh, which is to say have no other gods before me
0: right yeah i mean i think that's particularly true. Like when we look at the commandments in regards to our behavior and treatment of other people, um, the God of self (laughs) threatens to cause us to take advantage of other people. or harm Other people. Right. So in that case, it's still consistent with, yeah, like have no other gods before me, including yourself. Yeah. And, and maybe not so as much in the context of the ancient Hebrews, but particular in our context, I'd say, especially yourself. Yeah. Um, That is the that is the god of of our age is is self, Um, yeah. So we get some commentary on this. We we don't have to read it all, but we get a couple Johns. We get a John Bunyan. John, not Paul. John, not Paul. Paul Bunyan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John, just you don't want people to be confused. Yes, that's true. This is uh, yeah. This has nothing to do with a blue ox. This is a 17th century English writer and preacher. Spent some time in jail for preaching without a license. Wrote Pilgrim's Progress. This is not about a man clear-cutting the forests of America. He's not a lumberjack. Yep. (laughs) He doesn't wear plaid. Um, He he gives this analogy of, like, if a king gives ten rules, uh, and the penalty for all those rules is the death penalty, there's really not a significant difference between breaking one or breaking them all. The, the consequence is the same. Right. Um, and so, and he goes on to essentially just explain that, like, if you're trusting in a covenant of works, if you're, if the basis of your relationship to God is that I'm just going to do all the things that he's told me to do because that's how I'm going to be saved, that's how he is going to be pleased with me, you're in danger because anything less than perfect obedience is the death penalty.
1: Right, so so to make the claim, I I kept most of it, right, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. Here's an analogy for you. I love analogies. I I and I love it when they crash and burn. It's okay, because at some point they all do. They do. Let's say you were driving down the road, driving down Highway Seven Eight. Okay. And you're going 120 miles an hour in the cube. Woo. Yep. Miles an hour in the cube. Getting it. Getting it. I you're wish moving. it could go one hundred and twenty miles an hour. I, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what that would be in uh in kilometers per hour, that but is, it's a lot.
0: I've gotten the cube actually I'm not gonna say anything near my No. <laughs> no. Because I'm not gonna talk. we are we are pastors. called to live God. above or pro. <laughs> uh
1: so you're you're flying down the road. Yep. And you get pulled over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're talking about sending you to jail, impounding the cube. Mm-hmm. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was wearing my (laughs) seatbelt. I have my driver's license with me. Yeah. My insurance and registration are up to date. Yeah. I haven't been drinking. I haven't been drinking. Like all of these these things that you're supposed to do wasn't on my cell phone. Yeah. Right? All of these things that you're supposed to do, boxes checked. That's not the conversation. (laughs) The conversation is that you were criminally above the speed limit. Yep. And that's why you have to pay a penalty, so that's that's the analogy that I would use. like it, dislike it? No, it's great, okay, love it. Uh, that's the analogy that I would use to shine some light on the light that John Bunyan is trying to mm-hmm. shine on mm-hmm. this, right yeah. it, It's not about keeping most of it, doing pretty well like i I think it's Matthew 19, the rich young man that comes to Jesus, and Jesus is like he's like, "What do I have to do to Gain eternal life, and yeah. he's she's like keep the laws. He's like, Get and the, it. Guy, the guy, no, the guy drops first the question, uh, question, which oh, ones?
0: Yeah, which ones? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, right? which like, ones? The, as the if, law. as if not all of them mattered. Right, the law. Yeah, the, the, it's, a, it's a, it's an all-encompassing term. The the law. Uh, what John Yates has to say, I, I found really cool though, because he talks about how this law that that we find in the Ten Commandments. Is the expression used is a love gift from God? This is a gift given to us by God out of love, which people can struggle with that because they're like, "Wait, why? Why would why would this be love that God would call me to obey certain rules?" David saw it that way. He did. Psalm one nineteen is full of
1: this, but but all the psalms, yeah. But the, there's there's batterings of this love for the law. Yeah,
0: our our culture has this um, obsession. With autonomy and freedom, right? Like an unhealthy obsession with autonomy and freedom, to the degree that like any kind of direction, any kind of critique, any kind of um, imposed rules and regulations is seen as a problem, and so we have a hard time seeing the good in the law. But but God is God is actually graciously he was graciously giving this to the people of Israel initially, and by extension to us. An outline of his desired path for our lives. He's like, this is what I want you to do. Right. Right. And we understand that like in the context of the gospel, ultimately we need to put our faith in Christ because we understand our inability to to perfectly obey the law. But that doesn't mean that obedience to the law is has no value whatsoever. Mm -hmm. right that that's the see that's the problem that we can really fall into is like we're either this legalist who was like oh well i can do it and i'm gonna do it watch me do it or there's people who say well there's just no point to it right like let's go on sinning so that grace may abound or whatever
1: right so so let me let me roll one more driving analogy okay while we're on it i mean we may as well just ride it to the end yeah um when you look at stick with seven eight highway seven eight okay that you're just cruising down nice it is in and of itself a barrier. It, 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 it is isolating. There's a yellow line and a white line. Yep. And it says, stay here. Right. Why does it say that? Because this is the road to get you from Stratford to Kitchener. hmm Right? You could just be like, no. No. <laughs> I think that there's a, a straighter way, a faster way. I'm going to cut through that cornfield. I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> and you know what? It's going to be a bumpy ride. Yeah. You're probably going to get stuck along the way. hmm and, and maybe what you thought was the right direction isn't the right direction, and you're just lost and going the wrong direction. hmm And the boundaries that are those white and yellow lines really would have been your joy. Right. They're an opportunity yeah. to get to where it is you want to go.
0: Yeah. In the best way possible. Yeah, you can throw in that cruise control. Just relax, enjoy the scenery. Keep it between the lines, and Keep you're good. It. Yeah, because I think that's the thing, right? And this is kind of this kind of comes to maybe we're closing in on on some of the the end of this because I think it comes around to why does this matter? And I think we're sure. we're already kind of talking about that because because the commandments are a key to living healthy lives, right? They are for our benefit. They protect us, and by extension, they they benefit and protect society. In the sure. way that we interact with one another, right? Like these are these are good these are good things, right? Um, yeah, because not only this these are delivered originally to Israel, right? Who
1: was not only going to be a religious group; they are also a civil group, right? Yeah, a civil and social group, right? So this benefits them beyond just the scope of religion.
0: Yeah, and and again what, what we see when, when people collectively are obedient to God, like that is, I mean, that can be a beautiful thing. Right. Right. Like imagine, imagine a society. And I mean, this might be difficult for us in, in in the context we live now, but a society in which people in general are striving to be obedient to the law. I mean, no wonder there were covenant blessings. Right. Like, of course, of course, there would be right. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, there would be, you know, benefits, (laughs) tangible benefits to people collectively upholding the law, loving their neighbor as themselves and loving God with everything that they have and Mm -hmm. not murdering and committing adultery and stealing and all of these other things like God. This is a gracious gift from God when he gives us direction for our lives. This is something that we should enjoy and cherish. Um, We we. Understand that it is not the basis of our salvation, but it is still a useful and beneficial gift from God.
1: Yeah, we talked in in previous weeks about how deistic religions just naturally understand that there's an expectation Mm -hmm. of that God over them. When I was a school teacher, I had a parent come to me uh, with the school principal because I was in trouble. Uh Uh-oh. Because this girl was not doing well in my class. And she, the mom came to me and she was like, my daughter's not doing well in your class. And I'm like, no, she's not. I'm I'm glad we're finally having this conversation. Most of it comes to the spelling tests. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's just not coming prepared Mm -hmm. for those tests. And she said, that's what I want to talk about. Because my daughter told me that you don't tell the kids ahead of time what their spelling words are going to be. To which I I wanted to do that. I wanted to laugh and be like, that's funny. Everyone in the room was like, really, Tim? That's awful of you. (laughs) And I thought, hold on. Is it not obvious to anyone else what's going on here? Like, what kind of sick, what kind of sick satisfaction would a teacher get to just sit there rubbing their chin and be like, let's have a spelling test? Word number one will be, hmm. No. Right. It's like, well, the first week we did lesson one. The second week we did lesson two. Yeah. This week we did lesson whatever, and next week it'll be yeah. the next number. We write, That's written on my chalkboard in my classroom, and uh, it will follow that pattern until the end of the school year. Right. Because it would be unfair and unreasonable to have an expectation— That did not bring with it some expression of what the expectation is. Right. That is what the Ten Commandments and the laws are. Right? That's to say you acknowledge across human experience of deistic religion that there's an expectation. Mm -hmm. And this is God saying, this is what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Right? That's a gift. Mm -hmm. It helps us understand what we need to do to be ready for the test.
0: Yeah. And the, the wonderful thing for us as as believers, too, is that we are empowered through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to obey. Yeah. Right. Like we and, and that glorifies God, not only because we are fulfilling the purpose for which he created us for, but he still gets the glory for our obedience because it's only through his work in us that we are able to obey. And so now we come back to the very purpose of being, which is to glorify God. Right. And, and
1: I'll, I'll close with this there are some that listen to this and be like, this has a whole lot of ring of works in it mm-hmm. and not a lot of talk about gospel. Mm-hmm. We acknowledged two weeks ago when we started this section of the catechism that there are going to be feelings of that mm-hmm. uh, because that's the topic at hand. Sure. We will later talk about our failure to be able to carry this out. Mm-hmm. And we will talk about the cross and the gospel, and atonement and all of those things. In weeks to come yeah but right now we need to handle the progress of revelation the progress of the redemptive narrative as it progresses mm-hmm. at this point in the story we have received the 10 commandments mm-hmm. we need to know what they are and we need to know what is expected of us because of them yeah fair enough fair enough Thanks for listening. This podcast is a resource of Memorial Baptist Church in Stratford, Ontario in cooperation with the Gospel Coalition of Canada and is produced by Alex Walker. See you next time. Take care, everyone.